0: Welcome to the How to Win at Life podcast. My name is Toby Strong, and I'm going to give you maximum value in the shortest possible time to help you win at life. Here we go. I was chatting with a friend the other day about our Christmas break and all the stuff we'd been up to, and he mentioned that at his work Christmas party, a lot of the staff just got blind drunk and two married people actually hooked up and got busted and now these two marriages are falling apart when I heard this my jaw just dropped to the ground in disbelief that this sort of thing is still happening out there and I guess it's just so foreign to me for a number of different reasons one I don't drink anymore I used to drink a lot when I was a teenager and in my 20s and I'll dive deeper into why I don't anymore in a separate podcast Uh, Two, I intentionally choose not to spend time with people that do this type of thing just to minimize the drama in my life. So I sort of forget that that people can still be so silly and, and do this stuff. And three, just with everything going on these days, I didn't think that workplaces would allow their staff to get so drunk at a work function. But again, maybe that's just my bias and it's just not the way that we do things here in my business. Anyway, I've been thinking a lot about what drives people to do these types of things. And of course, it's not black and white. There's a lot of gray, but I honestly believe that one of the most common reasons why people do stuff like this is just because they're bored with their lives. I think for a lot of people, they have these small shifts in their life, like getting a new job or getting a promotion or planning the next holiday, maybe buying a new home. But apart from this, they're living their lives on autopilot and have become bored with their life, which sometimes leads to looking for excitement in the wrong places or a midlife crisis. But how do we avoid this? I'm sure there are lots of different ways of tackling this, but something I always find really useful both in the business and in my personal life is to learn from those that are further along the path than me. An example of this would be that if I want a long and happy relationship, then I should seek out happily married people that are in their seventies and eighties and offer to take them out to dinner and ask them about how they've done it. And it's such an obviously powerful exercise to do, but it's rarely done. Something similar to this, which I find fascinating, is reading books and articles about the reflections of elderly people or people on their deathbed, because it just gives such amazing insights. And sometimes reading these things, I really feel someone's pain because they're expressing that they have these deep regrets, but they've left it too late in life to be able to do anything about it. And it's causing them to have this really heavy heart at the end of their life. And it's just powerful stuff. Bronnie Ware actually wrote a book specifically about this called The Top 5 Regrets of the Dying. And those top five are, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself and not the life others expected of me. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. I wish I had had the courage to express my feelings. I wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends. And I wish I'd let myself be happier. After putting myself in these people's shoes and imagining myself feeling that pain so late in life, it's really encouraged me to become an architect of my life. And as they say, live life by design to avoid a similar outcome becoming a reality for me. So here's something I've done to help design my future. And for planning the long term, I use a Google Sheet. And by the way, I know I've mentioned this in almost every episode and it might sound like I've got hundreds of Google Sheets. I don't really have, well, I do have a lot, but the main ones are, I have one for my goals, one for finance, one for family planning, and each of those has 10 or 15 tabs in it. So even though I talk about all these Google Sheets, they're actually, it's quite easy to keep track of them all. Anyway, in the far left, I have the year. So in the, in the first column and in cell A2, that is 1982, which is the year that I'm born And then in the next column I list my age which starts with 0 and then I've dragged these two cells down till I reach the age of 100 which is how long I'm planning to live with a healthy lifestyle. So now you're going to have this big blank sheet with the age 0 to 100 or whatever age you pick in there and I suggest filling in the past first And you don't need to necessarily put comments in for every single year, although there's no harm in doing that if you want to. But what I tend to do is try and sort of do these 10-year blocks and like these stages of life. And then I like to project forward in the same sort of way, like, okay, what am I going to be doing between 40 and 50 and 50 to 60 and 60 to 70? And something I've done is also listed my son's age next to mine. And by doing this, I've realized that looking back over the past 10 years, I've been very focused on the business, which has meant lots of long hours. But if I consider my son who's now six, and then I project forwards from here, the next 10 years are really a prime time for me to connect with him. Because after this next 10 year stage, he's going to be 16. And he's going to be well on his way to becoming his own independent person. And for the next 10 years, I really can't afford to be complacent and just keep working, which, by the way, just comes naturally to me because I'm a bit of a workaholic. And I'm so grateful to have had this insight because if I didn't, I probably would have just kept working for the next 10 years as I have done the last 10 years. And before I know it, Lewis is going to be borrowing the car and driving away and I will have missed just a once in a lifetime opportunity to bond with him at this age. Now, this might seem obvious to some, and I guess I've always sort of known it in the back of my mind, but it was only when I saw it written out in this Google sheet that it really hit me and prompted me to take action and to start altering my life to be successful at this. So with this in mind, I now already have 2022 and 23 school holidays blocked out in my calendar and I've already started planning my leave during these times. And we have a bunch of other stuff planned as well, which you will learn about in the future. For you, the next 10-year stage of your life and beyond might not relate to kids and it might not even be that obvious exactly what you want. And if planning head, it's just really important to be clear on what we want. And to help do this, I suggest going back and listening to episode eight, which is getting clear on what you want. Because if we're not clear, we can spend years pushing ourselves towards something which doesn't turn out to be as meaningful or as important as we thought it might be. Circling back to what I started talking about, how some people feel bored with their lives and do silly things, I feel like having this long-term direction in my life helps me avoid this. And of course, like everyone else, I have boring weeks and sometimes at the end of the week, I feel like I haven't achieved anything. But with this long term direction in mind and shorter term goals, which keep me aligned with this, I always seem to have this sense that I've just taken one more step down the right path in life, which deep down makes me feel really good about myself, even during those really mundane weeks. So to me, living life by design doesn't mean that our life is perfect, but it does mean that we're living intentionally and that we always have a sense of where we want to go and every decision we make is helping to steer us in that direction. And of course, things change and that direction can change as well. But the key is that it's all intentional and we're not just going with the flow. And to help with this, I highly recommend experimenting with plotting your life out in a Google Sheet because it's been a really powerful tool for me. I've got more to come in this Life by Design series, but if you're enjoying it so far, please jump in and give me your honest review on Apple. And by the way, I'm open to constructive feedback. It really helps me to learn and grow. Okay, have a great week. See ya.